0: Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell Team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. We are still in very turbulent times. If I had a Venmo nickel for every time I heard the words uncertain or unprecedented, well, you know where that's going. And nowhere does it hit home more than people's livelihoods, their jobs, and their paychecks. So many companies have laid people off, and some companies have furloughed their employees in the hope that they can weather the storm and bring them back when things start to look up for them. A leader's compassion and communication is more important than ever right now. I was talking with a friend the other day and who's furloughed from his job, and he told me that his leader has not reached out to them since he was furloughed and it's been radio silence and he's going on nearly 5 months of furlough. Now, I'm I'll be honest, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this because I just thought, oh, well then they have a bad leader and that must just be that one person, but then I started talking to other people and other leaders and you know that I know and even other furlough, you know, friends and family, and they said, "Oh no, I I haven't talked to my people." As a leader and even furloughed other furloughed people or even laid off people is like, nope, never heard from my leader again and haven't heard from them at all. And and one person in particular, I would consider a very good leader. And I couldn't believe that she hadn't talked to her team in several months. And the reasons they were giving was, well, it's it's uncomfortable and it's awkward and I don't know what to say. What if I say all the wrong things? Oh, my gosh. I need another sip of coffee for this next part. Yes, you're right. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward. But it's for it's awkward and uncomfortable for both of you, not just you. And leaders, it's not about you. It's about your people and it's about what they need. And yes, that means sometimes have, having to have uncomfortable conversations. That is just a part of leadership. Another example, if someone you know loses a loved one, Do you ignore them because it's awkward or uncomfortable? Of course not. You say things like, I'm sorry for your loss and my condolences, my sympathies. You know, you try to use comforting Bible verses, you know, whatever. It is awkward. You don't really know what to say. But if you've lost a loved one, you know that these notes, cards, posts, and wishes, they don't take away the pain. None of it brings your loved one back. But that doesn't. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. And doesn't it still feel comforting to know that someone cares? Someone's there, they're, they're feeling your pain, they understand it, and maybe they haven't lost anybody before, but at least they're showing compassion. Maybe they're there because they, they're willing to listen to you vent about an uncertain future, the new normal without your loved one, or just taking the time to say I'm sorry, speaking from experience, it means a lot. The loss of a job, whether a layoff or a furlough, doesn't matter. It still feels like a very personal loss. And people are hurting, not just financially, but with that I know brings a feeling of loss of value, of loss of self-worth. And all those little gross automatic negative thoughts start to walk right through and, and fester in these open wounds. And we know that that self-worth and the value of that person has nothing to do with it, but it doesn't matter because that's where the negativity in your head goes. And so if you want to be a leader, then you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So the first step, just reach out to your people, to your furloughed people. Ask how they're doing, empathize, affirm their hurt, but make sure they know that they are and always will be a person of value no matter what. And just be human, just to have a conversation. They might vent. They might be angry. They might be frustrated. They might be hurt. Sure, all those things, but don't take it personally. Just listen. And don't try to fix it. And I know that's hard coming from someone who always wants to try to fix things for people. Just show that you care. Show empathy. Show compassion. It means a lot. Another important thing is you got to meet them where they are. So sometimes reaching out, you may never hear back from them. It doesn't mean you should stop trying. You know, send a text or a message every once in a while. Try to drop them a voicemail. And don't feel bad if you don't hear anything back. You know, at least you're trying. And maybe they just can't right now and they just don't want to. And that's okay too. But at least you're trying and at least you're showing some care and compassion. Ultimately, you just have to put yourself in their position. How would you be feeling? And wouldn't it feel good for someone to say, hey, I'm just checking in on you. Second sip, if a company tells you not to talk to your furloughed people, well, that is a problem. And frankly, I would push back very hard on that. That to me sounds like they mistrust their own people to not quote unquote say the right things, whatever that means. And that's not right. Now, in some cases, I do know that um, when people are furloughed, the people who continue to work are told don't talk to furloughed cats about work related things. Completely get it that is so often misconstrued as, oh, don't talk to them. Or I think sometimes we hear what we want to hear. And it's selective in the sense of, oh, well, that means I just shouldn't talk to them because I'm sure they're going to ask me about work. And it's going to be hard not to talk about work because that's like our whole basis for our relationship. Those are cop outs. Stop it. Okay, you can steer a conversation. They probably will ask you about work because that's natural or Do you know anything or do you know when I'm coming back or am I coming back or what's going to happen or how's that project going or how's that initiative going? It'll likely come up, but it's very easy to say back to somebody, either I don't know that information and more than likely in these times, you probably don't, or just tell them, hey, you know, you know, we're not really supposed to talk about work. Um, I just want to see how you are. How are you doing? Third sip. In the absence of information, we concoct stories in our heads that are plagued with what ifs, and even worse, start talking to other people in the same situation. And together, you fuel these wild tales and stories or, or make up rumors. And, and it's just, it creates so much more angst, and the cortisol starts going wild. So, that is another reason why it's so important that you need to talk to people because you don't want them creating stories where there isn't anything. And even saying I don't know is a better message than saying nothing at all because truly in the silence and absence of connection, our minds go crazy. So there's a lot of uncomfortable conversations you have to have as a leader. In in a normal world, normal setting from giving constructive feedback to having to, you know, deal with conflict within teams or with partners or clients or customers or whoever. And most of these, in this type of situation, I understand this is probably new for most everybody who's listening to this, who's a leader. They've never been in this type of a situation before. I get it. But leaders, stop making everything about you. It is about your people. And even though this is new and different and uncertain, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be diving in. And it doesn't help anybody for you to avoid a potentially awkward and uncomfortable situation and ignoring your people. So much of leadership is just being a human being, treating others the way you would want to be treated if the situation was reversed. Let's sip on that Thank you so much for having a cup of coffee with me. Join my leadership's Facebook page for more conversation. And for daily inspiration, follow me at Leadspirations and Life is Grit on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, keep on brewing.